G'day and welcome to the very first episode of the Baffle Days podcast, the Australian Climbing Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Halloran, and over the 15 years I've been climbing, I've found myself fascinated by climbers' stories and journeys. The Baffle Days podcast gives me the opportunity to meet some of these climbers and to help tell their stories. We will hear about what gets them psyched to push their limits, what scares them, motivates them, and what just gets them out of bed in the morning. We'll be publishing a new episode every two to three weeks with bonus ones every now and then to keep all the frothers happy. I'm psyched to finally push go on this project after a couple of years of dreaming about making it happen. To make sure you don't miss an episode, follow us on Baffle Days Instagram and baffledays.com.au. Today's episode is with Jake Bresnahan, who I sat down with just after he had ticked off the wheel of life. His story is super inspiring. He basically made a decision to make a big step up in his climbing and made it happen over a two-year period. The transformation in his climbing is awesome. We chat about his climbing in the early days, living and training in Innsbruck, Austria, about Yosemite and Patagonia adventures with Lee Cossey, and where he is motivated to take his climbing to next. So let's jump in. Sweet. Cheers. Nice one. Cheers. Wheel of life. Jakey B. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. How's that? Oh, it's pretty good. Um, How'd that, that? That was like a week ago. Was it um, Monday? Um, yeah, what's the date today? 27th. Yeah, about 10 days ago. 27th of September. 16th. 16th of September, around 3 p.m. Sweet. <laughs> Shit got real. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. Good to... Um, get to the top of it after a bit of a albeit three meters high <laughs> true yeah but it packs a punch totally <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it's, um like it'd been quite a journey hey on it yes i don't know if we have time to talk about the whole journey but no, go, for it. <laughs> go for it um probably two two good years of like um fully psyched on it yeah and kind of had that as a goal yeah so initially i was going to go down the first time i like i tried it years and years ago like sections of it yeah um actually first trip to the grampians uh, when i was about 16 went circuit like 1999 i don't know but my dad um took us over yeah in the green commodore with two other tassie guys <laughs> and i remember getting busted by him cuz i stole a beanie from the white hart hotel <laughs> why he went and bought us beer <laughs> awesome anyway uh that's getting a bit sidetracked so yeah 2 years ago i was going to actually go down with yourself yeah and um it was more just to go to mount arapiles yeah. cuz you have done anything i've there. done tiptoe ridge in the rain <laughs> yeah so i was like oh I'll go and i was um doing heaps of crimping um on the fingerboard for lord of the rings yeah and then you bailed which is kind of a blessing i was like oh far out uh what am i gonna do and then um a local guy up here um big dave he just lent me some pads i don't even own any yeah <laughs> and I just tried that for two Take weeks. Take on the biggest bouldering project in the country. Yeah, I just tried it. And then um, that trip, I only think I did the first and third problem. So Extreme Cool and Caveman. Yep. 
And then I did, like, I did, was doing the heel sequence at the lip, but I don't think yeah. I did the whole dead can't dance. Yeah. And um, then after that, I was just like, oh, it's actually an awesome project for a sport climber. And I was so far out the back, it was just whip, whip me into gear if, yeah. if I had that as a project. Yeah. And, um, Sweet. Just kept going back. <laughs> and every trip going back, I'd do either like, I think the next trip I did like Sleepy Hollow again and then yep. Dead Can't Dance. And then the next trip, I think I did um, Under Siege. Yep. And then the next trip, it was like I did un- repeated Under Siege and did Sleepy Man. Yep. And then... Then I got finger injury. Yeah. 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 How, well, just to back it up and then we can go to finger mm. injury. Mm. Um, so the wheel, it's like 60 odd moves and made up of four problems in the hollow mm. mountain cave. Um, just for people listening. Yeah. So then, yeah, like goes extreme cool. just like V9 or something. Yeah, I'd say V9. Like yeah. it may be a little easier if you're taller. Yeah. So yeah, V9. Yeah. And then Sleepy Hollow, like V11 or 12 or whatever it is. Yep. yep. But more of a resistancy one. I think yep. like a lot of the problems in there are really, I don't uh, that's a whole, uh, yeah. talk about yeah. the grade, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Sleepy Hollow is like, I don't know. It, it takes a minute 10 to climb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and, and what yeah. it'd be like. 20 something moves yeah, at least yeah super techie and yeah. if you spend time on it it gets easier yeah um but it's not like a one move for 11 or 12 yeah where i think sure. some people find it hard some people find it easy yeah. yeah yeah but it is and and then so those two together is under and siege sharik walker yeah first ascent sweet back in the day <laughs> yeah dreddies or something. Yeah. uh and then it goes into caveman which is v9 and then goes into Dead Cunt Dance um, to finish out the lip of the cave. Um, and those two together are Cave Rave. And then, uh, yeah, just as, as the links. Yeah, people. and if you do the middle two, yeah, that's dubbed Sleepy Man. Yeah. So it was just like um, on those kind of earlier trips, you were just trying to do those sections like did you have like a, a goal for each trip was to like i want to do this yeah pretty pretty much like it was um yeah and that's why i like i recommend it to anyone that's super psyched and getting better mm. because you can get progression like there's mm. little steps and those steps are actually still meaningful yeah because a lot of people over the years have been super psyched on doing the end half yeah and then, yeah, I just didn't really stop. I was like, oh, well, if I do half and then I can do three and the cave is four, yeah. well, I might as well just do four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, your finger injury, that was like the beginning of this year, was it? Um, yeah. Pretty yep, much. Because I got... Uh, Last Christmas, we did the annual pilgrimage to Tasmania. Yep. Um, then it came back. Selection of the finest beer and other festive treats. Um, then, yeah, I think 
actually like it was more of a strain so it kind of just came on and being the type of person I am I didn't want to admit that I was injured <laughs> like, <laughs> none of us do <laughs> so um yeah it was like an A4 in my left middle and yeah. just before that I did a sneaky like four day trip by myself down there mm-hmm. and uh kind of prepping for the Easter um but it was super hot and I got a bit demoralized and yeah. I don't know, then just came back and training super hard. But that set me back. Well, I didn't get get down there Easter this year. Yeah. Because uh, of the injury. Yeah, yeah. And I just, there's no point because I yeah. couldn't do the training I wanted to. Yeah. And yeah. The, the trip before that, so September last year, I'd actually linked the first three. Yep. Um, boulders. And I I knew what I had to do, like just keep doing what I was doing. Yeah. But not being able to do that. So I kind of just laid low and yeah. worked on heaps of body strength and heaps of open hand stuff. Yeah. Did, uh, did you have to take time off from actually like pulling on grips? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for a while, I think I could have healed it a bit quicker. Um, But basically I was continually testing if it was getting better (laughs) and i have like a desk job yeah so i have like a fingerboard next to me with some weights (laughs) and like every like hour oh does it feel any better better? (laughs) (laughs) just like continually and then i finally saw um dr ferrari yeah (laughs) um also known as lee cossey yeah um and then he kind of just put me in the right direction. Yeah. And yeah, I mean like, so yeah, it's almost six months. Most finger injuries really are like yeah. to come back. To, to get kind of pain free. Yeah. Like you still get pain pushing in certain spots, but it's more like the confidence as well. Yeah. That's a, probably the biggest thing. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's cool to kind of come back from that. And then after that time off, I didn't really know if I was like what kind of shape I was. Yeah. Because in the gym, like I climbed so much at the local training gym um, in a specific way, like super open-handed and controlled. Mm. Um, so, yeah. But the good thing about the... Because of that injury. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the good thing about the wheel is there's, uh, I don't know, I'd kind of say like two left-hand, left-hand holds that you have to, grip yeah quite hard yeah and one small crimp and the, the crimp is on sleepy hollow yeah and you can just like you're not pulling you're just holding it yeah so um it's not a particularly hard move at all and yeah. so yeah it was it kind of worked well with my rehab yeah sweet <laughs> <laughs> so that was like yeah july it, like six mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. to where you're like feeling good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I still, even now, like after, like I still feel hesitant. Yeah. On full crimp. Yeah. On my left hand or chisel that is yeah, as well. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. And then, so after that, you like, you're training body power in that time. In that time. Yeah. Um, a lot of also like right, like, yeah, a lot on my right hand. Mm-hmm. On the hangboard, um, still doing hang, hanging stuff on my injured hand, but um, just mixing it up. Like yeah. open hand, I could go full 
max yeah. to the yeah drop the clutch yeah. in a controlled way yeah um uh after the initial kind of break and yeah not really climbing outside much and yeah. then yeah lots of strength well a couple of strength sessions um a lot of fitness yeah. just like lots of hanging upside down and yeah that's the main thing like every time i went back after to the cave after a trip well, after a time off i found it really hard to get used to climbing in a roof mm. and then breathing yeah in a roof. totally so i just i mean people at the local gym always saw me like i just hang upside down for 10 minutes <laughs> with toe hooks and just yeah. in a roof yeah because uh, like we're in the blue mountains and it's just face climbing basically yep. except for like two routes at the underworld yeah, and you actually just, um, yeah. They're not that. It's not the same. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, like. For that pure, yeah. Like horizontal roof. So, did a lot of just hanging, yeah. getting used to being upside down. Yeah. I mean, sleeping also does that, but it's a little different. <laughs> Less activated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. And um, so, after that, like, you're back to feeling good again on that hand. Um, you and Lee went down, um, was it like two months ago or something? Yeah. It was that the first trip back after yeah. feeling injured? So, it was like a three-day mission or something. Yeah, it was a s- pretty hectic. I think we left... Days on- of yeah, each way. Each way, yeah. yeah. We left Friday night after uh, Lee finished work and then we got to the Grampians the next afternoon and just smashed ourselves for two and a half days kind of thing. Yeah. And then drive, drove home. Yeah. It's <laughs> sweet. It was like, oh. Yeah. I remember that one that we did was just like completely brutalized. Like just spent the day after that drive, you just completely knackered. Yeah. I think like the analogy of like um, when people are really punished, they're like, oh, I got hit by a truck. Yeah. I think those trips are like... Felt like a kangaroo on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Hit by a B-double. Yeah. And then that reversed on them. <laughs> Back and forth. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, about two months ago, just did an express trip, which yep. is pretty good if... I'd highly recommend it if you go try it and you have time. Mm. Just those to awaken the body and just... You can thrash your skin. You don't have to be like... Um, conservative for the coming days and yeah it's awesome you just full gas yeah um where did you feel like you're at on that trip um what happened that trip um the main trip like it's kind of weird um my whole time trying the cave last probably four trips i'd always had the idea like i want to do cave rave and i was like fuck i should just be able to do that like If you're going to do the wheel, you got to warm up on Cave Rave. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, and it's the I, last half. You want to know that you can yeah. kind of do it. And so I was like, oh, we'll just like that's the goal. Each problem and then each half. So yeah. the first half, the middle half, and the end half. Yeah. And um, I had a few, probably three goes on Cave Rave and I didn't do it. And I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> um, three or four goes, yeah. And then um, 
then I did a lap on Sleepy Man, yeah, like first go, and then yep. I did. I think it was the last move of Under Siege. I fell off, but it was a big day, so yeah. I came away pretty confident that I was fitter. Yep. Um, but still not having done Cave Rave, I was kind of like, this like could... at at the lip there, just having. Trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lee and I had spent like a lot of time like just playing different sequences. Mm. So, um, for anyone familiar with it, there's like. Various sequences. There's like the Ethan Pringle sequence, yeah, which is the original uh, Fred Nicole toe out to the right, yeah, um, grabbing that bad pinch and going to the gas right hand Gaston in the yep. rib. So yep. um, hats off to Ethan because I think that's still the hardest way to do the whole. It's brutal. I can't hold uh, tension on those. Feet. Unreal. Yeah, like uh full respect and, and then the, the right foot slap in and. <sighs> Yeah, it's Brutal. beastly. Yeah. Um, then there's the heel way, which kind of suits me a bit, but it's still powerful. Yeah. And then there's the sneak around. Um, the little lip. Lip. Little yeah, which I forth. think probably the last few cents of it has been the chosen method. Probably Migos is the only one, like recent one to do it with a heel that I know yeah. of. Oh, and Yorg, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like... Yeah, a bunch of the Americans kind of did it. Ben had done it before they had done it, that little lip way. Yeah. Um, I did it that way. Um, I think Ian Dory did it that way. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, Alex Burrows from the UK. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, it's but I, think, of... I think it was originally done by Sam when he did... Um, Edwards. Think, yeah. When he the did Cave Religion. Yeah. And Ben Heeson, yeah. um, I think, did the variation of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a fun sequence. Like, it kind of, yeah, you, you miss, like, one hard move, but you add, like, 10 moves in. And, like, they're certainly not trivial. So, I, I kind of don't, I, I think it's kind of the same, mostly, but it's, like, a bit more of a lockable kind of sequence in a way mm. it's a tricky one because i i think a lot of people in the future will actually still go with the heel and quite often um like i would think about oh how hard is that in boulder mm. and then think of certain climbers yeah like ability to do it and i think like i've done it so many times yeah um just not on link. No, only, <laughs> only once. <laughs> oh, really? Well, had you, had, like for the cave rave. Oh, bit. we can get to that. It, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that last trip I fell off cave rave and I was really annoyed and I, I thought, oh, this is going to be an epic and I'm going to come down and I'm going to get there and I'm going to fall off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then I went down a few weeks ago. Yeah. With So you, like... Went away oh. for like two months. Well, you, like you had that trip with Lee. Oh, yeah. They came back, back and then I just like... went, oh, which is awesome for motivation. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and I knew that I was going back down. And so um, I trained my guts out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was good. It was just though. everything getting stronger. Um, Yeah. Just that... continued like the whole two years. Like a few people have asked me, what did you do? What did you do? And it's like, well, yeah. 
I didn't do any blood flow restriction magic, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, just pretty much train six days a week. Yeah. Some days easy, some days hard, some yeah. days double sessions. Yeah. But the last two months was a lot of um, power endurance. Yeah. Mainly like f- long four by four problems. Yeah. And those problems are hard. Yeah. So you have a little bit more rest in between each problem. Um, and if the problem wasn't hard enough or the whole four by four was like, yeah, getting easy, I would chuck on a weight vest to just to tweak it. Yeah. And rather than making the problem. Yeah. Because sometimes when you make a problem harder, it becomes super, uh, hit and miss where if you pick a moderate crux and it becomes way more techie in some, some way. Yeah. Um, so just take like sometimes a moderate problem, but chuck a few more blocks in the weight vest yep. to, and then be really conscious to climb that problem like I would climb outside. Yeah. Because I climb, yeah, like you can jump around totally. in the gym or, yep. and then if you look how you climb outside. So I tried to really mimic that. Yeah. Lots, yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. I think they ended up being six, the... Last kind of few weeks, four by fours were around like 60 plus moves. Yeah, wow. And awesome. then I'd only do yeah. like four four sets on them. Yeah. But that was... Plenty. Hard enough. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 So then you went down, got yourself like totally primed and then went down like three weeks ago. Yep. And then... Um... With the intention of like cut and sick that trip and like doing it on that yeah well i wanted to get back to my high point that was the main goal which is the lit which was to the last problem yeah and um so i think yeah drove down with my partner uh, and then i just that um the first day just like warmed got there like five o'clock and it I had one hour and I was just like, oh, this is annoying. I just want to cut. <laughs> yeah. I want to cut sick. Um, but I couldn't. And then the next day I was like, oh, I just remember like having breakfast and just scoffing it down. Like I'm going to the cave. I'm going. <laughs> and then uh, I rock up. And by the time I warmed up, there's like 22 people there. And I was like, oh, this is not <laughs> what I envisaged. Yeah. All um, climbing. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a Sunday and lots of people from Melbourne and then... There to worship at the altar of the cave. And then a crew of New Zealanders, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then um, that day, I I wasn't really like going for it. It was just re-familiarization. Climbing out the jump. Yeah, but I think I I did a lap on Sleepy Man and uh, Under Siege and I was like... And then... I didn't play on the lip because it was busy. Yeah. And I felt awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then, then I I didn't have a rest day. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I did a lap on Cave Rave and I was like, oh, cool. Well, I'd never done that. Yeah. And then that was sweet. And I think then I had a rest day and then I got to the lip. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I got to lip five more times. Just coming off. Yeah, that, that to- that there's little, a toe hook the, snatch. Yeah. 
That's totally the hardest move of that sequence, I reckon, is like keeping that tension as you release your right toe into that toe hook off the yeah. little jug. Um, and then, obviously, I decided to change my sequence. <laughs> Which saw many iterations. Uh, <laughs> and so I went back to like, um, there's this really strong boulder in Sydney called Michael Tonin. Yeah. And one trip, he showed me his sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had, I kind of, did Dead Can't Dance his way. And I'm like, that's the future. I'm going to do it now. Yeah. And then I went from the start and fell off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I had a rest day. Yeah. And then a few people from Sydney were down and I had a warm-up shot, but I rushed it. I was so psyched. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually fell off. I, I got the sequence and the lip wrong. I forgot <laughs> to do like a double bump. Yeah. And so you like a, along the lip there, the yeah, first kind of like, yeah. what is it, left hand? Yeah. yeah. And then um, I think I had an hour and a half rest and a couple of Germans were packing up, but then they spoke in German and asked if I wanted their pads. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, take them. And they're like, no, we watch. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, far out. And then Caitlin, my partner was there and um, yeah, I just cut sick. Just did it. Did it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We were driving down to the Gramps that day. Um, secretly, I hoped that you'd hold off until we got there so we oh. could watch. But um, yeah, we were like outside of Bendigo or something and then got that video from you. And I was like, oh, what's this? Okay, cool. You're watching it and watching it. And I was like, Amanda's driving. She's <laughs> like, is that Jake? He's like, yeah. Is he on link? I was like, I think so. Watching it through. And then you're just like climbing and climbing. You're like through the lip and it's like, oh, come on. He's like looking pumped and he's like, come on. And then just um, like that footage of you topping out. Just that like, ah, yeah. It was pretty sick. Um, it was quite emotional. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was too. <laughs> yeah, well, I think yeah. uh, Ben... He, um, I sent it to Ben as well. Yeah. Ben Cossey. Yeah. And he, um, he sent me a picture of him all welled up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I'm just calling him. And so he called me straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's good. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, like, it just like lots of hard work. And totally. I mean, it's a king lion. It's of for, the world. Like, yeah. It's not just some sort of classic in Australia. It's like one of the lions in the world. Yeah. And I think like it, um, it's always the, always the way, like when Dyer did it, it was like the hardest thing and things yeah. get easier and there's new sequences. I use as many knee pads, knee bars as possible. I work this, I work. There's knee bars you use that oh. no one's ever seen. Yeah. It's a, it's a. Well, that last little right uh, cheeky scarf at the end. Oh, Ian Dory does that. Oh, does he? Yeah. Cheeky yep. bugger. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my. All mine have been used by various people. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, yeah, like it's a king line. Like it's, it's and best. it's on our doorstep. Totally. You don't yeah. need a B layer. It, it may not suit like boulders as such. Yeah. But if you're into root climbing and you like power endurance style, it's four problems yeah. of like awesome technicality in a roof mm. and you have to own it Yeah. to get to the top and... You're not going to fluke your way. Um, yeah, yeah it totally so, requires a lot. A bit of everything. 
for sure. I think. Yeah, and, and, and like for so many moves, like every bit is a bit like you, there's no womble. Nah. Like yeah. Which is so unique yeah. for for anything. Really. Yeah. No junk. Like <laughs> yeah, there's no filler. <laughs> nah. Like you yeah. can say like oh, there's V five sections, but you got to hold on. You got to keep tight. You got to engage. Super easy to come off them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, and like, I think for some people, it's actually not that hard. Like you see Migos or whatever, and like, I'm sure someone will flash it, do it in a day. Like it's inevitable. Mm, yeah. But it, it's um still a bit of a rad thing to do. And I think, totally. like, I think we'll see way more Australians do it. Like it's so approachable. Um, Yeah. yeah. So I was pretty psyched. Awesome. Good job. <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> yeah, it's rad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's after that? Like mm. Elfenstone season. Now yeah. at home's kicking off. You going um, out tomorrow? Yeah. Maybe. S- uh, definitely going out tomorrow. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. There's lots of things. I think, like for me, I mean, like we haven't really talked about this, but like the the cave gets a boulder grade, but for me it's a root grade. Yeah. And when I was growing up, um, like eight A was. 29 was the thing to do totally um i think i've been climbing for like 20 years now and yeah. 8a is not the thing anymore yeah. it's like 9a yeah so i think for me it's like that's definitely you know next couple of years where i've kind of where you want to get to yeah well you got to yeah that's <laughs> totally. a, man. yeah and you <laughs> don't think the wheel is oh i reckon it's pretty close yeah I, I, from what i've i've never actually Oh, I have been on 9A, but that was like more just to Check say out. that I've been on Action Direct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which couldn't be further from the uh, types of uh, strengths and stuff. That yeah, no, it was, I think I struggled on Slimline at the time. So, um, <laughs> 8A plus to the right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so um, I don't know like how hard the wheel is in the root grade from a few people that I've talked to, they've said that it's got way harder moves than nine A's generally. Um, unless they're super bouldery. Yeah. Um, but it's just the ease of access. Like if you had to work the wheel on a rope, Oh my God, I'd still be there. I'd be mucking around it. Oh, the first half. Yeah. You can touch every hold basically sitting on your bum, every single hold of that thing, except for the, Last five chicken heads yeah. to top out. Um, yeah. So it's got to be... not that much of a bun, no. bomb dragger though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's what I'm pretty keen to do. Um, I've just got to clean up a few old skeletons mm-hmm. to get into gear. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, mate, there's a, like Alex's one. I think that's a worthy look. The Schweiner... Schweiner Bauman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Alex I think... Megos bolted by Lee Cossie in like it was bolted. I think fairly early on in the Elfenstone development of like 2011, he might have done it in like 2012 or something. He bolted it. Yeah, but that looks really cool because then... I've belayed yourself on it, yeah. and then like Lee on it, and um, I mean it's a pretty good line. Totally, it's 20 minutes from my front door yeah um 
so that could be good. I, I've I've tinkered on the red project. Yeah. At Diamond Falls. Yeah. But oh, I don't know. It's not. It's a it's a weird one. I, like you having spent a lot of time on that as well. It's like the conditions, your skin, like the it's so temperamental. Yeah. And and one day you'll climb it and it'll be like. Oh, jugs. Like, we should have done that six seasons ago. Yeah. But it's just like... It, I, I think of all the, like, nine A's that we have in the country. I think that'll be maybe one of the last to get a repeat. Yeah. Because it's just so... Not because no one's good enough, but it's just so temperamental. Yeah, which I think that's why the wheel is such a cool project. Yeah. It's like... It's, so friendly in so many aspects. Mm. You can go there in the rain. It's not that condition dependent. Okay, yes, conditions help if you're going for big links and stuff, yeah. but you can still go there, refine it. It's pretty good on your skin. Yeah. You just have to be a little careful. But um yeah. And you can get the volume on there. Where some of these harder ones, like harder roots, is like you have three goes in a day and then you gotta rest two days. Like it's kind of they're kind yeah. of frustrating. Yeah. Um, so I, whatever one I, tr- I pick or yeah. I kind of focus on, hopefully be friendly ish. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the broadest like range of months to try it. Yeah. The softest. Yeah, well, you got to get a belay. Yeah. Like, so many more things come into yeah. a route. Yeah. Um, but also saying that after doing the wheel, um had a few days bouldering, which very mm. rarely do in the Grampians. Yeah. And that... Actual, like, two-move hard things. Total at Bawandik and... Um, oh, it was quite inspiring. Yeah. Because you don't have to be that strong to do the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> you shoulder roller. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, I think that's a part of my climbing, which yep. I need to improve and will, will the help. The boulder side of yeah, things. The yeah, the real... Ah, oh. grit your teeth and yep. try hard for three yeah. move sequence or something. Yeah, yep. and and a lot of those things at Bawandik are super inspiring. Yep. Like that world is not flat. Yeah. Uh, coming back now, like I just quickly looked at it at the end of the day. It was like, holy crap, that is good. Mm. Yeah. The f- photos look. Yeah, it's a really... bit of a weird. Like you have to once you have set up your pads and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. We should do it next year. Yeah. And everything else, don't they? <laughs> On the Blinder Kill side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely like kind of... It, it seems like a lot of those top kind of root climbers go and do a little like bouldering season at some point or at least like... A few years even. Of, yeah. Yeah. Like just to... Like the the outdoor bouldering days that I've had, which are few and far between, like you, you're not often that smashed from a day in the gym or something. Like it's just a different level of trying hard, hey? Yeah, trying hard and then like the body power, <clears throat> like um, the body power that's required. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, you do it, most of the roots in the Grampians and uh, it's actually like... Not that hard, yeah. Compared to the hardness of the boulders, totally. And, and it's, the hardness of the like moderate boulders, yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I think that's definitely something that I've missed or, yeah, need to do the pilgrimage yeah. of Boulder. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the old Chris Sharma yeah, with his flute? <laughs> yeah. Climbing around yeah. no shoes and yeah. trying to climb like a monkey and probably yeah. getting... Um, uh, uh, there's also a lot of bouldering in Sydney, um, but there's a lot of roofy stuff still, which yep. I think the stuff in the Grampians is like kind of a bit more specific to the roots that I'm keen to do and yep. want to get better at. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, be fun to sink your teeth into Schweinebaum and yeah. a good route. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and like in the last few years, you've moved up to the mountains. You were living in Sydney and before that, Tassie. What kind of made... Oh, you, you lived up here in between Tassie and Sydney, didn't you? Um, when I was like a bit younger. you kind of get into climbing and find yeah. yourself here? Um. Yeah, I think the second trip I did to the Grampians, uh, I remember um, meeting Ben and Lee Cossey. Yeah. And also Toby Benham, yep. which has now passed away, yep. unfortunately. Um, and then after that, I always kept in contact, more so with Ben, because mm. he had um, a cool email address. <laughs> Frank <We> won't say. <laughs> Get all this spam. Yeah. Yeah. You probably get spam anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I kept in contact with Ben and I moved up here. I think I did a trip to Europe and then yeah. after that I I came and lived in Springwood, which is halfway up the mountains, did yeah. some rope access and live with Chris Webb. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of was like, uh, I was just working at a yeah, bit of rope access and then I got a coffee shop job. I yeah. was making coffee. Um, but then I You're went to pretty stereotypical <laughs> climb, <laughs> rope yeah. access and barista. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, I actually want to go back over to Europe yeah. and do a world cup or two. Yeah. That was in, and then, so I went home and I worked for my dad on the farm and a bit more rope access just yeah. to save some money. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I went over to Europe in 2006, lived in Innsbruck for four months did that whole thing before it was popular. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so just because like Innsbruck seemed like it was easy to go to? Or uh, it was like in the one of my grand... Of... Yeah. One of my grandpa's trips, I met like at the time, one of the junior coaches. Yeah. Rupi. Um, and he just like... He... For the Austrian team. Yeah. yeah. And he, um, he blitzed like all these routes in the grandpa's when they were hard. Yeah. And so I was like massive like fanboy of Rupi. <laughs> and so he's like, Yeah, you come and you train with David and Jakob and yeah. I was like, All right, I'm doing <laughs> Sign it. Sign me up. <laughs> so yeah, I went and lived there um for four months and just it was the summer, worked at the gym, root set. Yeah. And just trained myself into a deep, dark, weak hole. <laughs> I just trained every day. Yeah. Um yeah, and did a few World Cups and realised that they're bloody hard. Yeah, the lead World Cups. Yeah, yeah. It's a long way to go to climb three quick draws. Totally, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. But yeah. I think, like, that's, yeah, I think I made the right decision to just be like, yeah, they're hard, 
And I wasn't really like sometimes you the picture that you see of these comps. Uh, the picture's very nice, mm. and then it's actually pretty lonely. And if you're not good, yeah, it's pretty shit. Yeah, <laughs> to put it, it bluntly, it, 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 it looks like a just a grind. Yeah, like, and it, to to kind of go and just like try and get out, punished, get punished, and like yeah. come. 40-something yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no, it's, it's such a moving goal, which is really hard, really, that's even harder. Mm. Say like a boulder comp. Those top guys at the top of the bouldering, like one week they win, then they're like, sweet, I'm going to crush. Yeah. Then. They might not make finals. Yeah, the problems are way different. Yeah. And if yeah. they don't suit them and it's like such a moving goalpost and it's a, oh, take my hat off to them. Totally. Um, But yeah, like, I was nowhere near good enough in the first place. Yeah. But I think um, it was something I always wanted to try. It's good to try. Yeah. Um, yeah. And where'd, you, I, where'd you learn hanging out with the Austrian coach and um, David Lamer? And, you know, yeah, they, they just climb hard all the time. Yeah. Like, I thought, that, you know, what's the secret? It's, it's still to this day, like, we have more fingerboards in Blackheath than those guys have in their country yeah <laughs> we 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 have the english mentality of like must train farms. fingerboard fingerboard fingers of the yeah you know like Jakob was super small when i was there like probably waist height yeah um, hey, what was he, like he's just won world champs and he's like 28 maybe or 20 yeah i don't know nine? i reckon he's probably oh, i don't reckon he's younger yeah maybe 26 I don't know. No, I'm 26. Ah. He's a couple of years older than me. Okay. He must yeah. have been like, what, 16 or something? Yeah, maybe. he was so small though. Yeah. And he was always the kid that was not David. Yeah. David was like the same kind of age group. Totally. Yeah. Um, he was David Lama at that yeah. time. Oh, he Before was, he was the mountaineer. And still to this day, like yeah. he's one of the sickest climbers I've ever seen. Yeah. Just from like... I don't know, a lot of people talk about Yanya at the moment, and she's just got that intuition. Mm. David was that 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was awesome. Um, where, where, where were we? Uh, learning stuff uh, from them, or just like, oh, like having spent oh, yeah, for, yeah, four months hanging out yeah, with yeah, the Austrian yeah. team. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Like, and I, like I live with Cody Roth, who, yeah. um, or he was like finals and World Cup and stuff, and... Yeah. I was hanging out with Anna and stuff a lot. Um, yeah. Anna Storr. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing I learned, I think the most and still to this day rings so true is, you know, they ha they just, they have a climbing gym. All the boulders in there are hard. Yeah. They go in, they try hard every day. Yeah. Their roots are hard. They try hard every day. Mm. And they have fun. Yeah. Like they're motivated to do it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I think like that's pretty much it. I, like, <laughs> that, That's what it, I learned the most. I, and I remember the same kind of, you essentially teaching me the same thing when you moved here into mm. the mountains and like, yeah, it was a few years ago and just like, 
it, it's so easy to get um, complacent living in the mountains. Like I can, from my house, I can walk 15 minutes to some of the best climbing in the country. And it's easy to just kind of get to the end of the day and be a bit knackered and go, nah, I'll just, I'll be out tomorrow or on Wednesday or whatever. I'll just save it. But it's just like, nah, you just, just do that last route. Do yeah. one more. Like, just try hard. And it's fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Make it fun. Have yeah. it be fun. It is Yeah. Fun. I mean, life's better when you're stronger and fitter. Totally. <laughs> There's so many more routes you can <laughs> <Yeah>. do. <laughs> or add to your fridge list. Yeah. <laughs> it's too big. I'm going to yeah. need a bigger fridge. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I came back from there and because that was like, yeah, I'm going to go do the World Cups. I'm going to be a hero. Yeah. Um, came back and then um, I might have done a quick trip up here. I remember seeing a guy um, at the cliff called Mick Doyle, Mike Doyle. Yeah. And he was just traveling the world and he was um, working remotely on his computer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. I don't want to do like too much more four weeks holiday a year and have to travel to yeah so then i just enrolled myself in uni as a mature age student yeah did that and then work after graduating it was got, like computer coding yeah like computer stuff. science kind of stuff yeah um and then the company i got after graduating i got a job with a company that had offices in sydney mm-hmm. and then i'm got transferred up to that up to sydney and then basically while I was there I got another job for the different company and then moved up and spent five years in the CBD yeah and then um actually didn't do much climbing like initially I did it's super hard like hats Mm. off to those guys who can come up every weekend for years um yeah totally so so I took I I went wingsuiting for a bit yeah and then um trail running (laughs) Uh, and then I found rock climbing again yeah. once we moved up kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Awesome. Which is, um, and now you work remote. Yeah. It. I just work for a company in the city at the moment. Yeah. Um, just doing kind of like web app development. Yeah. Um, four days a week. Sweet. And climb and train. <laughs> Every other day. <laughs> yeah. Pretty awesome. much. It's pretty ideal really. Yeah. It's good. I, yeah, I wish it was a bit more, even though you're remote, you're still kind of nine to five. Yeah. Yep. I kind of sometimes <laughs> wish it'd be like, all right, I'm going to hit hit the project in the morning yeah. and then moonlight it in the evening. Yeah, go through till midnight. Yeah, I should do that more. Probably just go do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen until it's done. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's good up here. Blue Mountains is good. I mean, there's... Like, it goes in waves, but um, at the moment, I think coming into, like, prime season, a lot of people are psyched. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the end of September. It's like the, the frigid winter yeah. finishes and you get, like, 15 degrees, a bit of a breeze, and it's just glorious. Yeah. Stuck at work today. It was like, oh, yep. would have been good at the cliff. And then daylight saving starts next week. Yeah. On the 7th. So it's like sunsets at 9pm or something. Bring it on. You do a full day of work and (laughs) then go send your project. Yeah. Well, I think I remember reading that that's how you did Tiger Cat or something. 
Uh, it was definitely Bandula. Or after work session. Yeah, yeah. Potentially Tiger Cat as well. Yeah. It was the, like that summer was outrageous. Like yeah. we had, I, I think it was like the 11, 12 summer was the first summer that Elphinstone was cooking. And that was the first summer I was in the mountains. Uh, and it just, I, I think of the 90 days of summer, there was 13 days that it didn't rain. Awesome. Apparently. Uh, and then, so we all raced down in winter and it was <laughs> so unbelievably cold. Like we'd warm up at the bolo, put gloves down, jackets, thermals, the whole lot, run down. First person to abseil in, it'd go down, tie in. Next person to abseil in, quickly belay them. And then one after the other. Um, and then suddenly summer rolled around and we thought it was all going to be wet again. And it was amazing. And everyone sent, it was just like bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang. Projects went down yeah. and suddenly a cliff that was full of projects was full of new routes. It's pretty good. Pretty yeah. good routes. Good summer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm psyched to get there. Yeah. Tomorrow. Kind of Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Working. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like done a bit of bouldering. Well, wheel of life, sport climbing. Um, you've been to Patagonia oh, and yeah. Yosemite. Oh, like, yeah. What kind of led you to do that? Um, Psyched on that stuff? Because uh, there's not really that <laughs> stuff here. But there nah. is like Mount Buffalo is kind of a mini Yosemite. I guess Tassie's... Yeah, Tassie's pretty good. I don't know. Kind um, of trad. I suppose that's why I like... Nothing that big though. Nah, but you can still have an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I forgot about Yosemite. Yeah. Because you That's and Lee did, like, I, I can't remember. I remember reading it in an old rock magazine. Like, a ascent of the nose, and it was, like, the fastest on-site or flash or whatever of the nose. Like, yeah. it was... Was it under six hours or something? It was four hours twenty something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think 58. it's still I think it's still the fastest. Yeah. On site. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was four hours. I think it was a four hours twenty something. The speed yeah. record then was. It like might be online still. Three and a half or something. Yeah. Oh, I think it was four hours. No, it was bloody quick. Yeah. Four or six. I don't know. You got me yeah. confused. It was bloody quick. Um. What led me to those adventures? Um, I don't know. I suppose that's why I climb. And even yep. um, coming back from driving home from the Grampians just recently, um, I stopped at Mount Buffalo. Yeah. And um, I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to go down this summer because I yep. want to do, I've done Aussie, but I want to do like a variation of Aussie direct. Yeah. So it'll be Aussie triple direct. Yeah. Um, I think that's why I like climbing though. Like you can, I appreciate, bouldering yeah training hard sport routes and then trad routes big like i don't know if i'll sleep on a cliff again i'm over that shit (laughs) um yeah and then then, i don't know you just like um you see el cap and you're like well i'm a free climber i'm gonna free climb that and then those little goals like i've always been pretty goal driven yeah so uh, and it's like I don't really choose those goals lightly. Like I take a bit of time that when I pick something, 
I'm all in. Yeah. Like it's my goal. It's what I'm doing, and like I'm doing it. And so, like doing Aussie, um, I did some stuff in the Tindles, and that was all for Freerider. Yeah. And then Freerider was also like for Patagonia. Um, and then after Patagonia. I was like, oh, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a bit of an FK, yeah, you and Lee. But, um, I mean, like, oh, Freerider, that is the best as well. Yeah. Um, highly recommend that to everyone in the world. Um, yeah, and then we did the nose. as a, I think that was the last day, but when you're in the valley for two months, you get so fit yeah. at that style and the rocks bomber. Um, yeah, and then, like... I think Riders of the Storm, I don't know who said it or who suggested it, but um, I went with Lee Cossey and Riders on Storms, Wolfgang Gulich. So it's like, well, yeah, as if we're not doing that one. <laughs> if you're going to go. Yeah. yeah. And then um, oh, it's funny. Because that, that's like what 27M something. Yeah. Did you go with the idea of trying to oh, work we... out that aid? <laughs> Oh, like dude, we're gonna we're and... gonna free it. We we're gonna onside it. We we're gonna do everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. I'd highly recommend that to everyone too. <laughs> you gotta go. No. Um, we were so. Um, uh, we had no idea what we were getting into. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You ticked some things at Buffalo. Yeah, we'd we'd both rider. we'd be yeah, and then um. Go but I think you need that. Extreme you need that though. You need to not think too much. And so we rocked in with 200 meters of static. We didn't get any donkeys. We carried all our gear. Yeah. Um, From El Shelton. Yeah, uh, you get a bus out to a little town and then yeah. you walk up. And um, yeah, we did loads up to the little... A lot of people stayed down at the base camp, but we slept under this rock and then our tent got... <laughs> Broken because it's windy and <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So and a lot of people just like fix the fix the whole cliff really and yeah. come back and wait for weather. But we kind of um, I just listened to Lee. He's like, yeah, she'll be right, and I just followed Lee. <laughs> but um, yeah, we we kind of committed and we just went for it. Um, but I don't think we could get on the wall for like four weeks because it was like. We shuffled all our bags to the base and then the bad weather came and then we had to dig our bags and then when we committed, we had a few good days and then we got kind of stuck for uh, maybe it was like a week in a portal edge, which... In, in one spot. Yeah. Yeah. And I still have it. a rock that came through our portal edge at home. <laughs> um, yeah. Just caught in a storm, and you could like. Could yeah, you see it? we were under this big roof, like nine hundred meters up, and um, uh, I think at the time you just kind of deal with it. Yeah, but it definitely. Could you see the storm coming? No, you just like it's kind of like uh, it's hard to explain. Maybe you're in the corner of your kitchen. Yeah. And you can't see the weather. Yeah. But it's just storming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for a week. Yeah. And you got um, and then the. Second last day, we heard some voices down low, like some Belgians, Nicholas Ferez and um, Sean Villanueva, I think yeah. his name is. They, um, we left a note in the camping cave with a radio, but of course the radios didn't work. 
Um, but they were doing a gear drop and they sung Waltzing Matilda to us, which is kind of cool to know that like, there's other people in the world yeah. around. But um, yeah. But we got we didn't free it like we had pretty epic conditions. Yeah. Um and just to get to the like then it was like, well, getting to the top was a battle. Yeah. And that was in itself so like looking back was awesome. Cause I think we did a thirty six hour push. The day we summited we're like, We're getting off this. Yeah. And I just remember we're like, Oh, should we stop and get our raincoats? I'm like, nah and of course it rained. And then the second last abseil was off like some dodgy piton on the slab with like the your monster haul bag off you. And when we got to the base, like officially, um, the glacier had moved so much. We had no idea where we were. And it was like 2 a.m. And so I just remember crawling into the portal edge fly and be like, this is fucked. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day, oh, we woke up and then we walked to the camping cave. And Lee and I were sitting around it, like trying to warm up mm. and like an hour or two went past and we were trying to warm our feet up on the MSR and we kind of just looked at each other and we're like, oh, I can't feel my toes, dude. I think we got frost nip or something. Anyway. Yeah. I'd like to go back to Patagonia though. But oh, yeah. Different. Go to the, um, yeah, like Serratore would be sick. Yeah. That Fitzroy Traverse would be the best. It would be, be good. It would be the best. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe I'll wait for global warming to kick <laughs> Basically turn it into Yosemite. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the like that's the best thing about climbing. Like I'm also psyched for the Dominator at Yosemite or yeah. like yeah. so many awesome places to go. Like all those um, long routes in the Wendenstock. And, yeah. Yeah. Check them off over the next few years. Uh, I don't know. I'm yeah. There's more trips than days left in your life. <laughs> totally, my fridge list is getting bigger by yeah. the day. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, it's pretty awesome. Hey, it's like you see a photo on Instagram or a movie or a whatever, and like that list of things that you want to do just. Yeah. Expands. It's a lifetime, and I think if you're psyched, it's just keep going and yeah, yeah, do it for as long as you possibly can. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, <laughs> awesome. Well, I reckon that's probably about it. Sweet, cool. Well, thanks for having me in the camp. In the camp, <laughs> easy. Thanks, Jake. That's it for the very first episode of the Baffle Days podcast. If you have any questions for Jake about his training for the Wheel of Life, send them through on the Baffle Days Instagram. Jake and I will be getting back in the booth in the new year to answer these in a bonus episode. Stay tuned and follow Baffle Days on Instagram to keep up to date on what's happening next. And another way to keep up to date is hitting subscribe in your podcast app of choice. If you like what's happening here, tell your friends to listen in and spread the good vibes. Thanks for sticking around and catch you next time.